Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Uh, let's bring our guest on here and ask him if he's enjoying snowmobiling at all. Kyle Sandy from Sandy Spiel. Good morning, sir. How you, are you? You might see snow tomorrow morning. That's right. Got to come up your hey, place in snowmobile? Hey. <laughs> oh, good morning, you guys. I've never been on a snowmobile. Have you guys? I, oh, uh, please. Man, I've never done that. That, that is one, one of my favorite things. I had a friend growing up, and he was one of these kids who was mechanical, and he would take a lawnmower out, and he'd build a go-kart every summer. What? He'd take an, old, he'd take an engine off a lawnmower, yeah. put it on a frame, and build a go-kart. And he did it like it seemed like every summer. Go so you, we'd have a go-kart up and down the street. Go you Briggs and Stratton. Yeah, he was like, and he did it for a <laughs> snowmobile, too. So he, he was that dude. But, yeah, man, nothing – Nothing more enjoyable than just because I'm not a motorcycle rider. Yeah, but snowmobile. I, I tell you what is enjoyable. I tell you what is enjoyable. It's Go high ahead. school high, high school tournament time. Very good, thank you. And, you know, and Cal, you you got to be excited, man. Your your site right now is loaded with all types of information and, and updates. Um, you know, it, it's it's that time of year. You're right. It's a it's a busy time of year, and this is a time where. Uh, tickets to the state tournament are being punched. We actually had our first region tournament finish up last night. We can fill out the bracket for region two in class 5A. Now, a lot of region tournaments haven't even started yet. A lot are starting today, and obviously um, the vast majority start next week. But I was down in Warner Robins just last night. saw the Eagles landing boys. Uh, run away 80-52 to 52 against Union Grove. Not a really big surprise there. They beat Union Grove by 25 points and 36 points in their two meetings. But there was a really big girls showdown. Warner Robins, number three ranked team in Class 5A. They defeated the number two ranked team in Class 5A, who was Union Grove, who came in with a 19-game winning streak. Wow. Warner Robins won that one 56-49 in a really fun, exciting game. So, um, good basketball being played all over the state, as I always say, and it's pretty cool to say that we can start filling out brackets this time of year. Okay, wait a minute. What side am I on here? Because I'm on this other side, this busy website. His, by the way, thank you for giving <laughs> Sam and I the the props on your site this morning. So thank you. But are we talking girls now? Or are we talking boys? Because I'm looking at the boys. Okay. And I had a question for him because he was cool. talking about Region Two and what happened. But these games took place this past week, like on the let me look here Wednesday. I want to know what happened with Hillgrove going up against that number three seed and McEachern obviously going up against that number four seed. That was scheduled, as I'm looking here, on Wednesday night. What was going on in Region 3? So Region 3, that's going to all tip off next week. So they just were finishing up their um, their region games and seeding and everything uh, this previous night. Uh, so I'm going to have to go in. I know they had some coin flips they have to determine. I don't know if they're 
determining well, that today or not. But I, I tell you what, Kyle, they get the one seat on the boys' side. I yes, don't sir. want you to do. I don't want you to do a deep dive. I want you to just tell me this, and I'll be satisfied. Of because <laughs> I'm all about West Cobb now. I'm not. I'm not hanging my head on just one program. So I do know that McEachin and Hillgrove are are fairly close to me. So of those mm-hmm. two, if say they were to match, they were to match up. Who who are you laying your you know your your, your stuff on? Who who who's the on the boys' on? side? McEachern is a McEachern's a heavy favorite in that region. I don't foresee McEachern boys not winning that region tournament. They've been one of the best teams in the state all year long. They've had some guys in and out of the the lineup, but Jermichael Davis is seemingly healthy now. He's going to Rutgers. Of course, you have Ace Bailey, a six foot nine junior, who's a, a star player that's committed to Rutgers. Uh, they just have way more firepower than Hillgrove does, and uh, McEachern is definitely the heavy favorite to win that region title, and they're a legitimate uh, state championship uh, contender in Class 7A on the boys' side. Yes, that's what you get, folks. That's what you get for when you have this guy on with oh, you. Go ahead. It, it, <laughs> you get a busy website, a lot of information. Yeah, on the like we spend the time with Cal Sandy, and he is social. Uh, you can find him on Twitter at CalSandy355 and at Sandy's Spill. It gets you up to date for all all, all the uh, tournament play that's getting started. Because some are tipping off some are tipping off today, some tipped off like yesterday, and going to carry through the weekend. And I'm looking at some of the, the rundowns. You talked about the Eagles landing team coming in. There are great expectations for that team. And just, you know, I was down in Henry County this week, and there was the buzz about basketball, about them, and about the Union Grove girls. So you watch what happened to them, and they're advancing to the tournament. We'll see what happens as they move along. I'm looking at this region that's going to be playing down in Jonesboro, and I think that's going to be a fun region to watch. What are you looking for from that particular one? That's region three. Um, who are we watching coming out of that one? Yeah, on the boys' side, obviously Jonesboro, they have home court advantage. Uh, they've been really tough this year. Now, they haven't. Uh, played a lot of the juggernaut teams in Georgia. They got their work done outside of the state. You know, they, they, they cut their teeth against, like, Dorman when they played down in Myrtle Beach. That was a really good game for Jonesboro. But that's a team with a, a lot of athletes. You know, Devon um, Woot Rainey is a, a football commit signee. He's their leading scorer this year. Uh, they have some strong guard play, Montez Redding and company, uh, Jacquez Aikens. Um, really good, really physical uh, they don't have a ton of size, but uh, Coach Mailman always gets the most out of his team. So the, them and Woodward Academy, the, you know, heading into this region tournament, those are the two front runners. But on the uh, girls' side is where it really gets interesting as far as far as seeing, you know, Lovejoy and Rockdale and Forest Park and Woodward Academy. You're talking about four teams that are in the top ten all season long in Class 6A. Uh, Lovejoy girls are just flaming hot right now. Coach King has them playing exceptionally well. Lanaya Foster, who's signed to play at Austin P, won Region Player of the Year. But, of course, Brianna Preston is a blue-chip junior point guard. Uh, there's just so much talent in Region 3 and Class 6A. I think that's the strongest region in all of the state as far as girls' basketball goes. If you're a college coach and you want to sit down at a region tournament, I would suggest going Tuesday at Jonesboro <laughs> to see all those four teams play each other. Um, but, yeah, that's going to be the wild, wild west over there in Jonesboro this week. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 92.9thegame, 92.9thegame.com. It is Kyle Sandy. I want to go back to something. Well, actually, when you were answering my question, you just sort of spit out the location of the next location of some of these top players. And, and, and my question is, is I'm sitting here across from Mr. Crenshaw who regularly 
gets frustrated at a lot of high school top talent leaving the state. Who do you know of these top talents that you can say have committed to Georgia, have committed to Georgia Tech, Kennesaw, wherever they are, but they're going to stay in state? Is that something that's you're witnessing? Is there a turn that you know the tide where there are more people staying here? What's 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 that uh, situation like as far as keeping local players? I mean, that's always going to be a, a debate people have in pretty much any state, not just in Georgia, but you could probably go to Texas or Alabama, any of these places, and say, we're not keeping all our homegrown guys. It's really tough when you're such a hotbed, a national hotbed like Georgia. Everyone's knocking down your door. You know, the person I always talk about is Bruce Pearl. He's always, you know, setting up shop yeah, in the Macon Centerplex, you know, re- recruiting his next big superstars. You know, that's a big uh, pipeline. Obviously, it looks like Rutgers is getting their hands into the mix over here at McKeach, and they have a connection there getting all these players now. It's just very difficult when everybody wants your players. You're never going to be able to say, hey, look, Georgia and Georgia Tech have the top three guys, top ten guys in the, the classification in the state of Georgia are all coming and staying in state. That's just never really going to happen. But a team that's really uh, done a nice job of that over the past three, four years, and now they're reaping the benefits and having their best season in school program history – Look at what Kennesaw State's doing. They're doing it with homegrown kids within the state of Georgia. And for how long have we been bemoaning Kennesaw State? If you just stayed in your backyard and recruited kids within an, you know, an hour radius, you're going to be good. And look at uh, what Kennesaw State is doing right now. They have a chance to get the number one seed out of the A-Sun. They're doing great things. Chris Youngblood, a kid that came from um, East Coweta, Brandon Stroud, his teammate, those guys are really carrying the the load over there. Terrell Burden, who played at Campbell High School just down the road, they're having such great success. And where's it starting with? It's starting with all the kids coming out of the state of Georgia, doing a great job of putting a fence around these local kids and keeping them and making them owls at the next level. And it's turned out to be very beneficial for Kennesaw State. Yeah, we're going to talk about them a little bit coming coming up next. But with thoughts about that, you feel like that the young people are seeing that and take notice of that type of thing? I always say a place like Kennesaw State, um, people pass through on 75 and they don't get off to actually see what's there <laughs> and see their facility, yeah, a great facility. I mean, in Georgia State, it's just, you know, we invested in a, a nice a nice uh, new, new facility. That's the other thing I think that attracts the, the, the local athletes, I think, um, you know, to see the commitment that's being made to the game that they play. Yeah, exactly right. Georgia State with that brand-new facility is gorgeous. I haven't been able to see it yet in person, but it just looks amazing. Kennesaw State, that campus is growing every single year. You know, I graduated from there. I, if I walked foot on campus, I'm sure it would look completely different with all the renovations <laughs> and new buildings that they erect seemingly every other year. So, yeah, there is, a, you know, it's not just Georgia and Georgia Tech and even Georgia Southern. When you think about schools in the state of Georgia, um, there are great programs that are on the rise and great facilities. And like you said, they're putting money back into these athletic programs and they're really making these um, basketball programs uh, look like a place that kids not only within the state want to play at, but kids nationally want to come over and play in Kennesaw, play in Atlanta, play in states for all these locations. Um, Georgia basketball, great in the high school level and uh, college level, I think we're getting there as well. Tell me a little something about Region 4 and 7A. I think they're playing this tournament out at, out at Newton, and uh, my goodness for them to have, to have the home court for this. But also on the girls' side, I think I would, but Brookwood is probably going to be the team to, to beat uh, in that region. Yeah, on the on the girls' side, Brookwood and Archer are, are really tough. But Grayson, 
Uh, Coach Tim Slater, he has the Rams playing exceptional basketball. They knocked off Archer in overtime just recently, and they're doing all this without Aaron Rodgers, who's an all-state uh, performer who tore her ACL before the season. And what Tatum Brown, what Samara Saunders is doing, uh, Jayla Bennett, all these girls that have really bought in and have found their niche playing without their star player, they're very, very dangerous right now. And on the boys' side, uh, Grayson, the boys, they just beat Newton last night to wrap up that one seed. And the uh, interesting thing here is that the, this tournament was originally supposed to be at Grayson, but they're having issues with their court, and they don't have a home court anymore. So everything got swung over to Newton. So now think about that on the boys' side, especially if you have Newton versus Grayson in the region championship, what was supposed to be at Grayson, a home game, is now at Newton. So that's extremely tough break for Coach Joffrey Pierce, Coach Tim Slater. If they think about winning a, a region title, now they can't do it on their home floor. They don't have a home floor at this crucial time of the year. They're going to have to do it on the road. Two things. One, uh, Sam, this, this little visit we've had with Kyle, he has displayed more emotion talking about some of these matchups than we've ever heard him before on the show. I mean, just passion coming through. Like he ready to fight somebody. You gotta watch this game. You gotta be in the gym for this. He was he was worked up. I think his bow tie actually came loose. He you think so worked bow, up. Not the bow tie. Yeah. And then the uh, other thing is we gotta let you go, Kyle, but we can't let you go because we can't we gotta have to acknowledge what's going on this weekend, and that is the game tomorrow. Who you got? Ooh, yeah, I think I think I have to pick uh the Eagles to win this big Super Bowl now against the Chiefs. Okay. Uh, I'm very concerned about the offensive line. Defense always wins. You know, I'm a Buccaneers fan, and what we did to Patrick Mahomes a few years ago, uh, it wasn't all Tom Brady getting the job done. It starts with defense, and when you have a pass rush that has over 70 sacks total, they can get after you. They're deep on the defensive line, and they can run the ball pretty well if they can play some ball control and keep Patrick Mahomes off the field. I think the Eagles do have a really good chance at winning this game. We are going to have a great show if every guest that we come, we have on and we ask him that question yeah. comes with the perspective that he just did. Yeah. I'm telling you. I want to ask him about hot wings. Well, but, but we don't have time for that. Yeah, we ain't got time for that. Hey, Kyle, enjoy the rest of your weekend, buddy. Hey, I appreciate you guys. Have a good one. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.